This is the MLW Radio Network. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah the that. mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. We right. shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go maybe? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do, we do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O... K-A-S-T yeah, yeah, yeah. the ending yeah, It's alright Good on you yeah. Instagram also At the Broadcast Podcast Remember we don't Spell it with a C We spell it with a K Sorry mate Take it easy Time to start your day The right way With front row material Starring ECW legends Jerry Lynn And Mikey Whitbrick Now Let's welcome your host, Mike Free. Hello, good evening. It is Tuesday night. It is Front Row Material for March the 1st. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Throw a party. For me, it'd only be a few friends, but whatever. If it's under 10 bucks. From the dollar store. With those bulbous lollipops. Oh, man. That warms my heart and my nether regions. Like I said, welcome to the program. I am Mike Freeland. As always, I am here joined by my follically challenged friend. He is... The Rit. We are brought to you by the MLW Radio Network. You can catch our show each and every week uh, on Fridays. The show drops the audio version of it. But you know what? Don't even worry about that right now because you're here for the live version, and that's the most important thing. So hope everyone's day is going well. Hope everyone's wrestling week has started off really well. So many things we're going to be talking about. We're going to be bringing in the panel in later on. But you know what? You and I have not had some quality time. Yeah, so, and uh, and it's it's been a little while, and good lord! First things first, you never yes. know. You never know when you're checking out Spotify, when all of a sudden a new episode drops. Let's let's talk about the Freeland Five. Oh, I, I loved it. Did I you, loved did, it. You liked it so far? I I, it, I I I always love to hear your point of view on things. You know, talking about topics. Well, I appreciate that. Um, so the concept of the Freeland five was basically something I had, you know what, on a daily basis, what I'm going to try to do. And I, and I mean that is I'm going to comb through the different wrestling websites. I'm going to have all the tabs pulled up on my screen. I'm going to hit the the five things that I find that are the most intriguing that have happened. The news stories that have broke. I'm going to give credit to the writers. I'm going to plug the wrestling websites as well. Because I want the wrestling fans to know where do we get our information, who are the writers that we support. And, and basically, I'm just your average Joe Schmo, but I want to tell people, hey, this is what I think. These are my thoughts, feelings. Not a very long episode. It's just something to kind of hit you with and hopefully uh, stimulate conversation and 
get you thinking about, huh, what about this? Well, he did say this. And maybe when you're sitting around with your friends or you're texting people, it can uh, it can be fodder for some really good wrestling material. Hey, I, I sit there and I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, a couple of topics you picked were, were quite interesting. And I went to, decided to jump into a little bit to uh, read the articles. Yeah, I love the writers from uh, Wrestling Inc., Wrestling Co., uh, Wrestling News, I should say, .co, um, E-Wrestling, so many different websites that you can check out for their information. And the beauty of when you follow who the writers are, you can also go ahead and they have their social media link embedded inside the articles as well. You can hit them up and say, hey, I really liked your writing. I really like what you did here. Or can you tell me a little bit more about this? That's where you start getting to know people in the wrestling industry. And then you start building up your contacts. So maybe if they're working on something, you might be able to bring them on to uh, to break a story. Hey, we sit there and had uh, Mr. Sabato. Yes, on a couple a couple weeks ago, and uh, I loved hearing his inside, you know, knowledge of what he does, point A, point B, and so on. You know uh, how he goes and and how he helped everybody uh, break newsletters and break stories and help out with information. When he works with Connie and uh, with ad free shows, and he's been doing that for a while now, and he works with Jr. and he obviously works, you know, with. Um, uh, Jeff Jarrett as well. And he also works with Dave Meltzer with the Wrestling Observer, which is, you know, a lot of people, and I said this before, and I'll say it again, a lot of people, you know, give Dave a lot of grief. Um, and the thing is, though, it's not easy what Dave does. Um, and Dave definitely has his hand on the pulse of what's going on. He definitely knows people within WWE, uh, people within AEW. Um, reporting is not a for sure thing all the time. Plans obviously change. And I think the big thing with that is you just have to take it with a grain of salt, but you, we typically judge people on their past track record. And I think he has a pretty good track record. So does Sean Ross Sapp as well. I have a lot of respect for Sean Ross Sapp over at Fightful. By the way, please go ahead and support him and subscribe to Fightful Select. And uh, definitely uh, subscribe to ad-free shows. So... That's my, those are my plugs right now. But there's something else I want to talk about, uh, Ritzer, before we bring on the panel. And are you aware that Front Row Materials, in the midst of what we call the great advertising swap, it's the advertising swap meet. Are you familiar with this? Uh, no, no. I, I, I thought I would know this, but, you know, being one of the board members, but okay. Well, it's something that I thought about here. And, you know, you're always looking as, as a podcaster, and, and this doesn't necessarily have to, specifically be designed for pro wrestling this can be really for anything so if you have a basket weaving or if you have crocheting or golden girl fan podcast whatever it may be and you're trying to find a way to get your podcast out there a little bit further of course you can do your tweeting of course you can do your social medias your instagram your facebook all that kind of stuff but you should try to connect with the community that your genre is in and so uh, this is something that, that you and I have talked about many times before, um, and I think you actually had mentioned this, so I, I can't take 100% credit for this whatsoever, but we are looking for other wrestling podcasts or podcasts in general to go ahead, and it's called The Great Podcast Trade-Off. So if you have a podcast that you would like for us to mention on your show, uh, give us uh, your information, go ahead and hit me with a DM. You can go ahead and send me your audio file. I'd be more than happy to play your commercial. We, in turn, will send you our commercial as well, so you can play it on your shows. 
And hey, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. There is no money exchange, so you don't have to worry about any type of advertising budget. Let's just try to help get the word out and uh, and help each other grow our audiences. Freeland, you better watch saying that because next thing you know, they know the FRM pod is the hottest podcast out there. It is. So, I tell you what, you're going to burn yourself. It's so hot. So, so what they're going to do is we're going to get so many commercials sent to us. We're going to do the intro, not having have time for the guest, and this is going to be back to back commercials it's just for two commercial, and a half commercial, hours. Commercial. Yep, that's right. Yes, you know, and, and it's not you know we got to throw the on too sexy video in there, so you know that's going to take up two minutes of space, and man, it's just going to be it's going to be pure fire. It is. It's it's literally it's going to be too hot to handle, too cold to hold. Yeah. Um. Let's go ahead and let's bring in our first panel member for tonight. Uh. You may know him as Liam Savage, which I've always said this since he joined the show. That is probably one of the coolest last names you could have. You know what I mean? Where's Savage at? You know, it's just a cool last name. Freeland, not so cool. By the way, here's a little short story. It's completely made up. Uh. Technically, my last name should be Decker. But uh, my great-grandparents ran away to get married. They completely made up a name on the fly, and they went ahead and they got married uh, several towns over, changed their names so they couldn't be traced. So I should be Michael Decker, but I'm not. I'm Mike Freeland. So anyway. Yeah, and, and you even misspelled it wrong because for as much as you mooch, there should be two E's in there. Well, I think the pen... I think the pen on when... The, yeah, you got to fill out a form to change your name. I think the pen ran out of ink and like, ah, oh, fuck it, one E. So yeah, I don't know. It it listen, it's it's part of my lineage. They're a bunch of whack jobs to begin with. So anyway, uh, let's bring him on. He is the Savage Gentleman. Get it, get it, get it. His name is Liam Savage. Tonight he'll be known as Woody Johnson. Yeah, isn't that a uh, football coach or something? It is a football owner of the New York Jets. Yeah. Yes, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, yeah, them. Yes. Liam, how you yeah. doing, buddy? Oh, uh, I haven't been sleeping too well, so uh, I think I got about right. seven hours sleep in two days. So. You, you, you haven't been sleeping well because of your lady friend? Oh, hey now. <laughs> right? No, it's because I work nights, guys. It's because I work nights. So. All right. That's oh, right. How, is, oh. how is the lady friend doing? Is she doing good? Yeah. Very nice. Yep. Very nice. Not to put you on the spot or anything. Not to make you feel awkward. Too late. I know. But things are going well? Uh, other than that, I guess. Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just wiped. Been no. fighting off a migraine all day. But, you know, I'm committed to this show. I don't know why, but I am. So <laughs> I figured I might as well come on, you know. He's and a... the funny thing is, when you just said Decker, it's supposed to be your last name. Does Mikey know this? Considering Channing Decker... You know, Decker Channing, Decker Decker. Channing you know? yeah, he doesn't know. He doesn't know the real story of who I am. No, you should probably doesn't. tell him he's going to get a laugh out of it. So I should. I should definitely do yeah. that. But you know what? Let me thank you also for, for being a team player and fighting through not feeling well, sitting in a very cold garage. What is the temperature? The, the real temperature. Don't give me uh, uh, bullshit. What do we got in Fahrenheit? Fahrenheit's probably like 31 or something, I think. Wow. So technically, if you had an ice tray with water, you could freeze it. It would take a while, but yeah, I guess. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. So uh, are you a, uh, a fan of the Freeland Five? Have you heard the Freeland Five yet? No. I didn't think so. Are you familiar? <laughs> Do you even know what it is? Uh, I saw it. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I'm being honest. I'm always like five days behind on my podcast, so it's like I'll get there in about five days. But it, but it, I saw it says something about like top five news stories or something. Like, yeah, look at you. Look at I you. don't know. Yeah, <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Oh goodness gracious! So what's the beverage? Um, this is called Dead in Dead by Rogue. It's got a little uh, no skeleton wow. on there. Is that a guy in a pumpkin? Uh, he's in a barrel. Oh, he's in so a barrel. So it's okay. uh, Dead Guy Ale aged on oak Dead Guy whiskey barrel chips. So it's uh, yeah, it's boozy. It's uh, definitely. It sounds kind of bougie. So Boo- boozy, not bougie. Oh, I'm not bougie. bourgeois. I'm not bourgeois. I'm just but, drinking a boozy bougie, drink. Bougie's my AEW action figure collection. Bougie. So, that it is. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I would completely agree with that. I, I could call agree. it other things too, but uh, you know, I'll be nice. So. <clears throat> you know, from what I heard from the writ, he actually takes an exacto knife and he just goes around the the plastic edges and he pulls the plastic part off and he takes the figures in the tub with him. And then when he's done, he dries them, puts them back in, and then glues it back and puts the plastic back on. Is that true, Rit? That's just what inquiring minds want to know. Uh, I think you're mistaking me because Meg's told me the real scoop that Uh-oh. with your with your Cody LJN action figure, you know, she sit there and I do I have to go on with this story, Freeland? Oh, I think we should go on with this story. Oh well, she sit there and she walked in and thought you were out of the bathtub and. Next thing you know, you got bubbles everywhere, bubbles covering your beard. You know, you're there playing with your with your LJN Cody action figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the joke's on you. I don't even fit in our tub. It's one of those. It's one of those really narrow tubs. You know what I'm talking about? No. Do you get a bath, Liam, or do you just take showers? I I don't think I've taken a bath in like two or three years at this rate. So. Right. And sometimes the bath is nice if your back hurts, your knees hurt, all that kind of stuff. Who takes a bath in the chat? Uh, I oh. am Dwayne. Where is I am Dwayne from? Where is he again from? Is he saying I have to? Oh, he's saying you have to get hosed out back. Okay, that that's fine. I can I can accept that. You know what? I appreciate that ECW fan. My God. Uh, okay. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> there should be a, a, an FRM t-shirt that all it says is, okay, thanks, bye. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, my God. Yeah, just more stuff that doesn't sell. Oh, <laughs> you're terrible. We have, yeah, don't promote us or anything, yeah. We got merch and we can't sell shit. Unfucking believable. Um, yeah, uh, what else? I, what else? What uh, else? I, sold, I sold more shirts at PPW than I did uh, for the month and a half on our website. <laughs> so... <laughs> So we can't sell, so we're kind of like the young bucks of like podcast merch, right? Yeah, we don't sell nothing. No, we yeah. don't. Look at this. I am Dwayne514. Good morning there. I just woke up for breakfast. No, here. no, no. He was hey, waked I'm... up. I just waked up for breakfast here. Well, you get my point. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you're school. I'm glad you're uh <laughs> shut your ass. I'm glad you are starting your morning off the right way. Uh are you having coffee? Dwayne, are you having coffee right there in the chat if you're having some Java? Some Java. I, I, I literally cannot get up in the morning without having coffee. I literally, I can't. Do you think that's addictive as like cocaine or like another drug? Like I literally can't go without it. That's a problem. That's happened for me. Oh. You know? 
Waking up and the first thing you see is Freeland. Yeah, that's right. Fuck. Thank you, Beetle. Mm-hmm. Rough. The best part of waking up is Freeland in your mug. Get it? That's what they call your face. Folders up your butt. That's right. Whatever. You know, it was funny. I read a. Uh, I read an oh, article. Boy. That they were saying kids nowadays in college, they try to get drunk faster. So they do the whole, you know what I'm talking about? They, they, they shotgun it through their ass, yeah. Through their asshole, yeah. Did you hear about this, Rit? Uh, no, but I seen the movie uh, Cock Blockers. Yeah, it's with uh, John Cena. Yep, the, the old, uh, you know, trying to chug a beer through his ass and then he farts. It's great. It's funny. Okay, at what point? Okay, I I get for the concept of it. You want to get a buzz, okay? If you if you do drink, okay. But I think most people drink because they enjoy the taste of the drink, right? They're not strictly drinking to get messed up, unless you're amateur hour and you're young and you're trying to show off. But at what point someone had to have explored this and said, "Hey, I really want to get shit faced, but I don't have enough money to buy a lot of beer. So how can we do this?" And then someone was like, "Hey, put it up your ass." So, was it like a med student? I mean, someone had to come across this and discover that this is how you get drunk really, really fast. If anybody can find the origins of shotgunning beer in your butthole, please go ahead and put it in chat. We'd love to know. Yeah, please let us know. They were probably watching a WWE product, and they were just that bored. (laughs) Oh, Zing! Oh, if, if anybody, you're like Freeland's it, twin dope. now. Jesus. Well, uh, yes. Well, hey, 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 two two things that was great that happened in the past week on Raw or uh, just WWE in general. Uh, Cesaro getting released. I can't wait for for that. I'm, I'm already trying to weasel my way to get an interview. Uh, second thing is, I loved the women's match on Raw. And the welt marks that Becky Lynch had all over her stomach. I saw like, that. Like, that was ridiculous. Like, <clears throat> Bianca's hair hurts that bad. I love that like, gimmick. I love I, that gimmick. It's great. I would, al- I would almost want to take a Walter, I mean, a Gunther chop over that no, hair. It's Walter. Look, it's Walter. Yeah. Don't know. call him Gunther. Yeah, and and who's in charge of that? Yeah, the Almighty Company. Yeah. Um, well, I, I can't wait till Cody debuts in wwe and then you'll just like completely shit on him and forget you were ever a fan that'll be well, good i well, am not even going to acknowledge it well, yeah. well is, Co- is it going to be cody or, or is he going to debut back as stardust let's talk about no they're not going back who cares to horse shit. let's talk about this as our first topic here do we honestly oh, believe do we honestly believe that cody is going to be in wwe uh liam goes first and if so uh when do you think that would happen realistically uh, it depends who you believe, I guess. There's there's rumors going around that he is in he's arriving in Orlando to go to the PC or something to start filling vignettes or something. And I mean, you know, you can trust that source as far as you can throw it. So who knows, right? But I would think the uh, money's on him probably uh, showing up there because it's kind of like I think. Uh, Drew McIntyre was saying something like the other day about how he thinks he can identify with Cody in the sense that when he left, he went and made his way in a whole bunch of other promotions, reinvented himself. And then he said, Hey, I've got unfinished business there. I got to come back and, you know, finish what I was trying to start. Could be the same with, with, uh, Cody Rhodes. Let's hope. Um, 
I think it would be good just to see some new talent in WWE in general. It's like they're they're the they're almost the complete opposite of what AEW is doing. AEW has too much talent. WWE is just recycling the same ones. So if they could put Cody Rhodes in there, that starts to spark some buzz. You know, it's uh, it'd be a good move, I think, and the fans would probably enjoy it. Now it's a matter of whether it would go forth for a while and actually have interest to you know go past a few months but you know it wouldn't hurt to try right so would you say most likely he would debut the monday night after wrestlemania i i would say if you're betting man probably but they they might try to hot shot it right now just to get a wrestlemania match set up oh it would surprise to- me yeah, just to get him in there against whoever. Uh, I don't think he's going to do the whole thing with the Miz or whatever. Like, that's all at the window because that dipshit MMA YouTuber or whatever the fuck his name is is uh, doing a match or something. So, you whatever. know what I love about you, Liam? You can't even name who the person is, but you, you, you completely. <laughs> that, that dipshit. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. He's a viral it, video guy. I don't know. Isn't it Logan Paul? Logan. Yeah, that's Paul. that's a that's a dipshit. Who names name. their kid Logan, by the way? And if, if you if you are Logan and you're watching, or you know someone named Logan, there's certain names that parents give children that I just will never understand, and Logan is one of them. Uh, Johnny Gorgano's son or daughter, I'm not really sure what the baby is. It's called Quill. Yeah, because they're gonna write something with him. Cool. Quill. It's a quill. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what they used in the olden days for writing. Yeah, fucking Ben Ben Franklin time. There you go. Still uses it. Is that necessary? Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and bring in our second panel member. He is crazy. He's wild. He's the anarchist of professional wrestling podcasting. He's the one who has an outspoken mind, an outspoken mouth, and neither one of them wants to be censored. Let's bring him in right now, coming to you live on your computer screen. It is Anton Hyde, Nick. Anton, what oh, is going on? Not necessary. Is it is? Yes, it is. Dude, even my father gets a finger when he sees me. And he gives me one. Whoa, back. whoa, whoa, whoa. Your whoa. father gives you the bird when he sees you? Okay, he I'm... does. Yes, he does. My yeah. dad just turns around and says, I don't know him. It's funny, actually. So, how's everyone? It's good to see you all. Oh, terrific. Just great. <sighs> just great. It's a boo. You okay, Freeland? What's wrong? It's good to no, see I'm you. I've just got heavy, heavy things on my mind. It's about Cody going to WWE and knowing no, you can't support not. him, right? It's not. So let's do this. Gosh, I love sucking ice. Hold on. But I can't like sucking what? Whoa. Sucking on ice. I love no, the, ice. Is that dude. code word for something? I'm sorry. No. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's, my, it's my dog is named ice. ice. Big veiny bastard. Yep, that's exactly what I'm trying to say right whoa, now. Whoa, yep, whoa, yep. whoa. You're just talking about melted. Uh, some mel- melting water there. It's, uh, oh, I thought help. you were talking about Meltzer. Don't talk about my homeboy. No, I wouldn't um, talk about him. No. Let's go ahead and let's turn it over to Anton. Anton, the main question right now, the first question of the day, Cody's situation. Um, do you honestly believe he's going to WWE? And if you do believe that, when do you think he's going to show up? Uh, the Pecker Man over here is basically saying he thinks that WWE may hotshot it because Pecker they can't man. sell tickets worth a shit for wrestlemania so let's let's get your take on what by the way i hate wwe everybody okay oh bullshit i don't hate anybody on that no i'm not but if they can if they can get their flea market show 
off the ground in Texas. Good for them. Let's go ahead to Anton. What do you think? Damn, this is a really fucking good question. Um, as fucked up as things have been lately, I can see them hot-shotting the shit out of it and not knowing what to do with it. Also, because perspective is reality with them, or perception is reality with them a lot of the time. Unless Vince has truly changed his opinion about what he saw in Cody, never gonna matter. That's no, I agree best, completely. That's really the best way I can put it. Unless Vince's actual opinion has changed. <laughs> Doesn't fucking matter. Shoot yourself in the foot. I think if he does go to WWE, by the way, I'm still in camp. It's a work. Everyone is, I am 100% still in camp. This ain't happening. And you can call me that I'm delirious or delusional or whatever it may be. I do not believe he's going to WWE. I don't believe it at all. I don't care either way. Uh, Anton, what part do you believe that it could be a work out of 100%? What part? 5%, 10%? You think? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's already starting. Oh, oh here look at that. Yes. Look what you started now. We got a prison yes. call coming in. Oh, Yo. Hey, yeah, see, hold on. He can now bypass the shit. He now has my phone number. He doesn't even have Wait to Wait a minute. Wait, you have to make... Um, I would just like to say, I'm not 100% sure if it's a work with Cody or not, but like I said a couple weeks ago, if he goes, Vince is going to bury the shit out of him. And also, they are hot-shotting WrestleMania. I heard something like, Vince is going to be with that guy pat mcafee or whatever the fuck his name is it's gonna fucking suck there's not really much good in the card i can see uh, reigns and Lesnar being okay that's about it um thanks guys bye i have to respond to that i have yeah, to respond to that yeah, respond to that please why would anybody spend money on a talent their own money and say here here's a bunch of money now we're gonna just Bury the shit out of you so you cannot make us money. Why would anybody do that? First of all, they don't anybody need to explain money. that. They don't need to make money off of Cody. And second of all, we talked about this before. Everyone has to pay their penance after they come back. Okay. Everyone has to pay the piper. They're going to, to make him pay his dues, ask for forgiveness, all that kind of bullshit. <clears throat> it's a psychological thing with Vince. Vince doesn't Vince doesn't want you back, but Vince realizes that you need to come back for him. Okay, so if you think of it that in those terms, and they've they've made budget cuts and all that, why would they spend money to bring someone back in that's a known name just to bury them so they can't get anything out of him and not make a bigger name for their company? Why would that happen? Because he's an, uh, an AEW EVP, and if he can somehow, uh, you know, smash the name of AEW, maybe they would do that. Why would he though? I, I there's there's nothing to suggest that he would. My point is that I don't know. Like people do that all the time. They'll be like. Can't wait till someone gives this guy a, you know, half a million dollars, then says "fuck you" and buries him. It's like I don't think anybody goes out of their way to say, "Guess what? I'm gonna sign you, give you a shit ton of money, and just bury the fuck out of you." Why Vince would they do that? That's bad business. Vince finds things funny like that. Vince uh, is very petty. Vince is very petty. Vince has done that so many times to people. I'm not saying he hasn't, but at the same time, I don't think he goes in with the intention of saying. Hey everybody, let's get this guy a bunch of money and fuck him up. No, that that's stupid. That's not that's not good business. They're making but, hand over fist. I don't think money's really an issue the, right now. The Vince can Vince and the WWE can easily make their money off licensing the pay yeah. Cody with the merchandise. Yeah, so it, it it really doesn't matter what you know. The money isn't an object. I'm not saying the the money's like totally relevant to the situation. 
But, like, I, I know they can make the money back in, like, in two seconds. I get all that. But if they were going through the process of trying to trim costs everywhere and get rid of certain departments that are, you know, taking up too much money, why would they go and waste more just to bring someone in just to bury them and then make their company look that much worse? doesn't make any sense. That's just my thought. You guys can nope. think what you want, but that, I just don't get it. You know, and it's a fair, it's a fair comment. It's a very, very fair comment. Now, think about this from this flip side, okay? You want to talk about having a hard time selling tickets for WrestleMania, right? You realize all these people you cut could be having amazing matches at WrestleMania? Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? Hey, Anton. I understand, I understand what you're saying, but I think you're forgetting a very important part in all this. Yeah, Anton should change his number. motherfucker. And does not give a shit about anyone except himself. I mean, we're talking about a man who had his own face shut the big show of the big show's ass in 06. He he doesn't think rationally. You know, that's why I think they're gonna bury Cody just so he can get just so he can bust a nut with a bunch of Viagra. Thanks guys, bye. What wow. The- That last part definitely caught me off guard. (laughs) So he can bust a nut with some Viagra. I had no clue about that. By the way, Anton, I'm docking your pay for that. You have let him streamline his way through into us. Oh, my God. It made it funnier to me. He's our phone panelist. Okay, so let's uh, let's talk about this. So many people that uh, WW got rid of, right? They got rid of Bobby Fish. Um, was that a good idea? Probably wasn't a good idea. They scared away Kyle O'Reilly. He didn't want to be there anymore. Uh, they cut Keith Lee. Not a good idea for that. They have made their own bed. There is so many, so much talent right there. Malachi Black. They could have really utilized him well. WrestleMania could be a big, big thing with so many more stars that they had put money into that WWE Universe fans were into, but they continue to succeed in spite of themselves and i think this is this wrestlemania is perfect indication of that you got brock lesnar and roman reigns right they're going to be going it's title for title if it's not if it's not happening in toronto title for title means dick to me the only title for title that meant anything was warrior hogan that was the only thing that mattered okay second to that was goldberg hogan in uh, atlanta but we've seen that match six fucking times you guys seven if you count a tag match that they were in they've done it at another wrestlemania already now people could say well they did rock austin many many times they did rock austin many many times but the point is though there is nothing unique about roman reigns or brock lesnar that is going to somehow depending on who wins it's going to stir the pot and make things exciting if brock lesnar wins great brock wins brock wins against everybody for the most part if it's Roman Reigns, okay, great. You're going to elevate this guy even further than the ceiling. What is he on the shingles at this point? Who are you going to bring in that's going to be able to take him on? Who are you going to bring in, or who do you have on the roster that could be a legitimate contender to Roman Reigns at this point? Because everyone else has fallen to the wayside. There's no point in having this match again. It's it's literally it's pointless. And it's really not title for title, because if you listen to the Freeland Five today, you will know that because Fox and USA Network believe that the WWE um, as a product is not strong enough unless they have a world champion on both shows, they're going to have a brand new championship that's supposed to debut after WrestleMania. But there's still going to be a SmackDown champion if uh, if Brock loses, and there'll still be a Raw champion if Roman loses. So what the hell was the point of title for title? Let's go to Anton first. 
That's kind of redundant. That's not even just kind of redundant. That is redundant. That is the definition of redundant. Title for title, yeah. Like, not really. Yeah, that's that's fucking stupid, especially considering how we just got back to the having two belts several years ago. Like I understand it's probably like what five or six at this point, like six. Yeah, the universal title start of it somewhere in that area, but fuck. We just did this, and this mm -hmm. is something I hate about their company. The lack of continuity sometimes. They ignore the people who actually regularly watch their product, like Liam, <coughs> me, the two of you at one point in time, you know, and which I know, fuck, neither one of us do much either more, but that's not the point. It's the principle of the matter. We have not forgotten a lot of the shit they wishes we would forget, because it's not going to fucking happen. So something we're all passionate about so it's like no i remember that dumb shit you fucking did that you wish i would fucking forget the austin and rock shit though they could have done that probably 40 more times as long as it was as entertaining as it was no one would have given a shit because it was well, actually those, entertaining with well, those two guys were it was actually entertaining these two there is not a shred yeah, and and yeah, i get it. brock is talking on his own now and brock's good at, at being a talker on the mic i get that now right he should have had the mic years and years ago he didn't necessarily need paul Heyman as being his advocate he's having a lot of fun right now however brock is not a full-time guy brock is a short-term contract guy you're not going to make him the whatever the fuck they decide to call it universal undisputed uh 24/7 champion or whatever he becomes no one's going to really get behind that hey Liam, what's that one phrase you love to use a uh, harpo finger fuck yeah yes. no one gives a fuck yeah no one gives a fuck if it's the harpo finger fuck world title like we don't give a shit anymore i i think i think the the funny part is though it's like did, did you ever hear anybody complain about steamboat and flair no they they probably they wrestled each other like a, at least a hundred times. Well, yeah. they were good. Yeah. Okay, and so are Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. No, that's your opinion. I if you can't see that they have talent, then I I don't know what to tell you. That's a little messed up. Uh, but you know what? Like, there's a different uh, there's different stakes on it this time. Like, you know, Roman Reigns is a different uh, person. Brock Lesnar is portrayed differently as well. There's something there at least. If they just gave you the same match that, that they made event at WrestleMania with a few years ago, yeah, what's the point? But if there's something different, at least, I can't totally fault it. I'm not saying it's the most imaginative match they could have or put on or anything, but you know what? It doesn't mean that the guys aren't talented. Like, Roman Reigns can out-wrestle a lot of people, and just a lot of people don't give him the credit for it because they think he kind of does the same shit all the time, but he's very, he's very well coordinated with his moves he's he's got great chemistry with a lot of people he works with and brock lesnar yeah he does do a lot of okay german suplex german suplex you know blah blah, blah. but he also makes matches very exciting if and a lot of people do get into them so to just dismiss them both is like oh they're they've done everything and they've fought each other a bunch of times so fuck it that I can't. I can't agree with that. It, it'd be the same as saying like Bret Hart and Steve Austin. If they had wrestled each other ten more times, I would have loved it every time. Right, but here's the difference. You know what I mean? People wanted wanted to actually see that that match. People wanted to see Steamboat Flair. Do you have any yeah. idea how many times people have booed in the last what five times that they've had one on one matches and they've hated those matches? 
I, I don't know. I, I, can I didn't pull them. <laughs> rarely find anyone who says that was a really good match. I really like that match between those two. I, they, I just, they, I, I think they've done they've done good work. I don't necessarily want to see it. I'm just trying to give you an explanation of why it's happening it, and what the stakes could be. I'm not I, saying necessarily do it, but yes, they could have a multitude of other matches. Sure. That they could lay out, but it's like, you know what? It's not the worst match you could have. Would you rather see fucking Serpenico against, I don't know, Jeremy Jackoff or whatever? Like, I don't fucking know. Like, I don't want to watch of that. All, first of all, Jeremy Jackoff has not debuted in AEW yet. That was supposed to be He was on Dark, May. sorry. Yeah. yeah. In Serpentico, Jesus beats. Thank you for pulling the most obscure person out. Well, I'm, I'm I don't just fucking saying, know. When you use the Austin Brett reference, when you use the Rock Stone Cold reference, the point I'm saying is people jonesed for that stuff. They yes. couldn't get enough of it. For the most part, yes, this has been universally panned. The feud between all of these matches that they've had, the greatest Royal Rumble, a previous WrestleMania, SummerSlam, people have not liked it. And Vince McMahon has also said, I know what you like more than you do, and I will shove this down your throat until you accept it. And that's his main problem is that that's all he does. They need to come up with someone else, and they're not coming up with someone else because all the someone else's, they got rid of. It could they, have been someone that they've cut, and that, unfortunately, is just not the case. They've made flubs through history, though. They've made major flubs. Do you think Terry Taylor deserved to be the fucking Red Rooster, someone of that caliber? No. Do you think Doug Furness and Phil Afon, one of the most decorated tag teams in like Japanese history coming in, should have been just shafted as a mid-card team? No. That's two examples I can think of off the top of my head. It, it's happened through the history. But it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, they're trying to gun for that and say, like, well, you know what, let's just give them the same old shit. And, or this guy's talented, but fuck, who cares? You know, like, I just, the narrative is out there a lot, and I don't, I really don't agree with a lot of times. And I'm just giving my opinion for it, but like, absolutely, you know, it's just uh, sometimes I think some people think it's just one way and that they're trying to screw themselves over, which makes absolutely no sense to me. Ritz, That's just what's me. your take? Well, for me, I'm thinking the WrestleMania match is more along the lines of the payoff. I see 50-50 there. The bad part is it doesn't matter who wins the next night. Someone's getting a title handed to them. Possibly like Triple H. It's the dumbest and, thing in the world. And it, it doesn't make sense. Nope. But a disappointment for me would be if after, in my opinion, Roman Reigns wins the match and his hands raised, if The Rock does not come down to challenge him for next year's WrestleMania, then I have no idea what this buildup has been for. But what's the point? Why do you want to keep bringing back old names? I wouldn't. I wouldn't bring back The Rock at all, period. I And I get it, the whole head of the table, he's in The Rock's family. Like, I get that whole aspect of it. But the only reason you would be doing it in Anton is just a hot shot. You are literally trying to hot shot your biggest show of the year. Um, so what are you going to do? The Rock's obviously not going to win. The Rock's going to put Roman over. So what's the point of that? That he beat The Rock? A guy who doesn't really even wrestle anymore? Right. To, to, to me, it, you know, it's it's just another way to make money. Like right now, having the Rock on this year to challenge. Right now, what last time they were in Texas at the at Dallas, hundred thousand sold, over a hundred thousand. Well, that depends on who you ask the, for the official it, ticket count, but yes. Last time I heard, 
on a two night event, they're at, they're around sixty thousand. Sixty thousand. That's it for a two night event. You know, you're, you're putting the you're putting the Hall of Fame as a package deal, and SmackDown, you're selling tickets to it. It's it, it's it's not WrestleMania anymore. And to go along the Brett and uh, Stone Cold, you know, references or the Stone Cold Rock, each time they got in the ring, there's a different story told, you know, different circumstances, kind of like, you know, Brock and Roman. And I can respect that aspect Leon brought up. He's right. Yeah. It, it, Brock's a different you have, person. You, you, you have different different aspects. You've seen Paul Heyman with, with Brock. Now you're seeing him with Roman. You've seen Brock as a heel. Now you see him as a face. Roman's the heel. It's it's the only thing that bothers me is if it was just okay, winner takes the title, one title for the whole you know WWE. I can see that that's good odds, you know, a good payoff. But if you're gonna bring a second title in to get, just to give it to someone else, then then why even separate the titles at all? Just, I don't. Just, I don't. I just 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 run what, what you have. I I don't get the concept, but evidently from what we've been hearing, uh, NBC Universal and Fox believe that neither brand is strong enough to only have one champion for the entire company. That they need more star power, and I mean, it is what it is. But it's also disappointing because I'm just surprised no one's brought this up before. Like it's title for title. Just kidding. So anyway, those are our thoughts on this. Please let us know in the chat what your thoughts are as well. Uh, I am Dwayne, who's just waking up. Uh, he does not have Folgers in his cup, uh, but he throws out the comments. Any thoughts on Cain Velasquez's arrest? Uh, I'm not sure how many of you guys have heard about this, but Cain Velasquez uh, has been arrested, um, and he's being held without bond in Southern California because there is belief, and I will use this word, there is belief that he's been involved uh, in an attempted murder situation out there. And if you listen to the Freeland Five earlier this afternoon, I kind of covered all of the details on that. Um, let me first throw to uh, to Woody. What's your thoughts on this? Cain um, Velasquez. I don't really know who he is as far as a person is concerned, but uh, this can't be good. Uh, I, I think the only reason we're talking about it is because he had, like, what, two matches in WWE or something? It's like yeah. two matches? He well, came he out can't... on the first SmackDown, and I was like, why do I care? You know, like, I don't know. I thought the guy was a douche, especially with all his tattoos and everything. I could give a fuck about him, and I don't like MMA, so I don't care about that. And uh, attempted murder? Yeah, fuck him. Uh, yeah, there you go, guys. I don't know. Why are we talking about him? He's an MMA star. I don't get it. Well, it's just because, I mean, he's somebody who has been in – professional wrestling as well with wwe and uh triple a so let me pull this up here and this is brought to you by cbs sports uh the most latest information is coming through right now it says kane velasquez is accused of shooting another man who has been treated for what we call non-life-threatening injuries in san jose california um former ufc heavyweight champion kane velasquez is facing an attempted murder charge Velasquez was arrested in San Jose, California on Monday night after allegedly shooting someone. The San Jose Police Department confirmed in a statement. According to the San Jose Mercury News, Velasquez opened fire on a vehicle that was carrying a man who was recently charged with molesting a close relative of the former champion. The person uh, was hit by the bullets. 
Bullitt was the stepfather of the accused who is expected to survive his injuries, according to police. Vasquez is being held without bail at the Santa Clara County Jail and is set for arraignment on Wednesday. Hmm. So there we go. Oh, if it's for molestation, I can kind of get behind him a little bit, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. My, you know, uh, maybe not as much of a douche as I thought. But, um. I, the one thing I'm saying is this. The one thing I'm saying is this. When I hear stuff like this, regardless of what the situation is, right? Whenever someone does something, you got to keep in mind there can be a bunch of innocent people who want nothing to do with this. They have nothing to do with this, and they can be ultimately affected. A stray bullet can catch somebody in the head. A stray bullet could paralyze somebody else. You don't know. So the the molestation uh, charges of that situation, that's horrific. That is horrible. Um, we're just going to have to let this play out and find out what happens. But uh, it just, it, it's it's horrible on, on all accounts because it's a sad story no matter how you look at it. You know, if the molestation situation is true, that's horrible. Um, we don't know what he's going through. Obviously, shooting someone or pulling out a gun is never the way to handle your business. That's sad in itself. <coughs> so let's just hope that uh, the best can help work out for everybody involved. Um, wow. And, and and with Velasquez, you know, even if you would have went and put hands on with him being an MMA fighter, his hands are, are registered. So, you know, he would have got, you know, charges brought up regardless. It's it's hard, especially when you have family members involved in the situation. If kids are involved too, I mean, it's it's that takes on a complete different life of its own. It really, really does. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's talk about uh, Johnny Wrestling. So many people expected when AEW was in Cleveland uh, about a month ago that Johnny Wrestling was going to debut for All Elite Wrestling. However, that did not happen. Johnny Gorgano decided that he was going to take some time off and spend it with his wife and his newborn child. However, on social media today, Gargano mentioned that he is now free and clear, and he is now accepting bookings. I'm going to throw this to uh, the writ first. What's your thoughts on Johnny Gorgano? What should Johnny do if you were advising him, and where do you think he should end up? I think he should work the indies. I, I, I'm a big fan of, of just going – working all these indie shows, you know, the bigger companies, MLW, uh, squeezing the NWA, you know. Uh, if you want to work over Japan, I think he would do great over there in New Japan. Uh, heck, Ring of Honor is supposed to be possibly coming back. Uh, was it April 1st? Adrenaline. So, man, you sit there and think. Like, he could sit there and have his choice. Pretty much to go wherever he wants. This is true. He very much could. I mean, and if and, you think if you're if you're Ring of Honor and you want to relaunch your product, what better way to relaunch your product than having somebody come on in and light that on fire? I'm just saying, in general, uh, definitely a possibility. Anton, what's your thoughts on this? Johnny Gorgano, where does he go? Where do you think he should go? And where will he go? Please don't fucking continue to send everyone to all in yeah, fucking AEW for the fucking love of goddamn Christ. I don't want it to be the island of misfit toys. I will give but that comment. Like, if he has said anything I agree with lately, that, like, don't let it be the fucking land of goddamn rejects. Like, don't, motherfucker. So, I will stand by that. I also, like, I'm super hit and miss on Gargano. I'm not gonna lie about it. Like, super 
fucking hit and miss. Love the shit with Champa. Other than that, it's not that he can't work. I just, when you are more super Cena than fucking Cena, when you can get hit by 42 fucking goddamn Mack trucks and you still are kicking out at two, my ability to give a shit or suspend disbelief goes out the fucking window. Just like, yeah, it just fucking foomp. Like, you killed that shit. Like, I don't fucking care at that point. So, same thing with the fucking Lucha Brothers versus fucking Young Bucks tag team fucking cage match. That, at a certain point, I'm like, all right, done. Because my ability to believe this, not here. No, I'm with you. No, I I completely understand. I'm not a complete Like, I do, like, as a person, he's probably nice as fuck. He's probably a great human being. So, I apologize for shitting on him so bad to a degree. But that's... At a certain point, that's how I felt watching any match of his. I'm like, all right, motherfucker. That should have been a three count like 12 moves ago. Stop. And and, and I'm not saying anything about his physique. He is a small guy, too. So Dude, it, fuck, it's not like about he can take, you know, Brock Lesnar suplex city. It, like, he can't do that. But you're right. Whenever you have two guys in the ring, you have to... You have to have a move set that is believable that somebody could realistically kick out of, and then there's moves that realistically should end the match. And if somebody is kicking out of things that would probably land you in the ER in a bed next to Sabu, uh, probably you shouldn't be kicking out of them when you weigh a buck fifty. First things first, Sabu would never go to the ER. Just to let you know. Tape, tape it, <laughs> tape, tape it up, and get and, and keep going. Uh, speaking of Sabu, I recorded several chapters of the book, and I went to upload them, and there was no audio. So to let everybody know, I have no idea what the hell happened. We had tech difficulties on that. Freeland, I told you. I said it's an audio book, and I don't know why you were signing the whole thing using sign language. Nothing came across. Why do I come back every week? God damn it. I don't know. Why do I come back? Why, why do I do this? Because huh? the paychecks are great. Because the pay is awesome. Yes. The pay is just tits McGee. Yeah. Hey, uh, um, did, you did, did, you, book. Did, did you get the check it, uh, this week, Freeland? Did I get the check? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I had. <laughs> oh, I got the last it. time I received a check. I got it. Look how great the garage looks. Oh, the garage is amazing I, looking. By oh, way, where are those cardboard boxes? Where are those boxes? Are they gone? Uh, oh my god! Are you keeping them for a reason? Is there? Uh... He, he's ready to move on on the run. I was gonna say, are you are you planning on moving it sometime soon? Using no. five thousand shoe boxes? They're not shoe boxes. They're apple boxes. Oh, they're apple boxes. Like and apple and art. I and I can put my beer empties in it and then take them to the uh, to the beer store and get cash back. So look at you. Yeah. So I'm thinking at least, okay? Mm-hmm. Look at you, man. And then Hug you go read and buy more warmer. beer. Oh, my there you gosh. Go. It's a reinvestment. Um, <laughs> he's getting paid to drink. He's ahead of everyone else here. This is Thank true. you. By the way, if anybody, uh, I was mentioning this that. before. Where's my phone at? Damn it. Um, front Row Material is, is leading the way in what we call the great podcast trade-off. If you have a show that you would like to go ahead and have us plug on our show, we will also send you our commercial for our show. Uh, let's go ahead and let's spread the word. Let's work together. Let's find ways to grow each other's audiences. Ultimately, when you win, we all win. Um, let's see here. Cody might be the guy buying Ring of Honor. That is what Gerard Numero Luna has to say about that one. Uh, that's his thoughts right there. Just possible could happen. 
Um, nope. ECW fan. God damn it, Freeman. Oh, hold on. Can, can we discuss that realistically? Yeah, right. let's realistically. Re- it's realistically. not realistically possible. So. No, 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 hold on. I just question, comment, thought based on nope. how we know. Uh, Fucker, hear me <laughs> out. God damn it. No, hear me All out. All right, fine. Go ahead. So what is what are you buying? It's it's like when WCW was purchased and oh no, thank you, thank you. What are you actually buying? The, a video the library, library, the rights, uh, yeah, the name, but, the library, the ring, the guardrails. You're buying the whole thing. Oh yeah, for so much. So, but how many? How good a shape is the rings in? How good a shape are the guardrails in? Do they actually own TV equipment, or is that all product of Sinclair Broadcasting? That's product of Sinclair. Like, there are multiple. There are multiple questions here that, based on other things we know about bankrupt wrestling companies and etc., that I'm like. I can ask a lot of questions. Like, it's probably not worth a million dollars. I'm exactly. going to say it's, it's under it's, a million. It's probably several hundred thousand at best. If that. Yeah. <laughs> if that. So, you know. That's, I, a Cody could easily buy Ring of Honor if he wanted Oh, fucking to. for sure. But again, what are you actually getting? Now, you know, if he actually owned a company with any form of history, lineage, etc., which I get it, Ring of Honor does have one. But if you have no actual company to build upon, like right. you would literally be starting from scratch. And while that's great, it's also one in one hand, shit in the other. Right. Well, <laughs> you are com- some, wow. Never heard that one before, but that, uh, have you, you not? say it? You're eating one hand and, one, shit, one in hand, shit in the other. See which one fills up faster. It's an old wow. saying from the South. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, song, song of the South. Sweet It'd be flatter than a plate, a plate full of piss, okay? so Yes. Plate full of piss. That's right. I was yep. born in Louisville, Kentucky. You should not expect less from me. Right? And thank you for not saying Louisville. It's Louisville. Yeah, it's, it's Louisville. It's after King Louis. It's Louisville. Like, there you go. But so wouldn't it be shit. Louisville if it's King Louis? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit. Hundred times of shit. I'm a drunk. I'm a drunk. It's named after I King Louis, care. but it's Louisville. Yes. No, you're right. Dude. You're fine. Yeah. No. Thanks. Whatever. Everyone who lives there pronounces it that way. Like. I respect that. Plateful. Whatever. <coughs> who's peeing but on? Yes. Who's, who's so, on fine china? What kind of fucks do that? So, but yeah, yeah. I just. Um. That this is not a good idea. It would not be a good investment. There is no actual return. Like, well, here's really. the other thing we could say. Here's the other thing we could say. This has been, I don't know if it's been floated around or not, but uh, Ring of Honor could be, once again, if you want to go this route, it could be kind of the developmental or NXT version of AEW. Um, it could be that as well. It could be something that they have a completely different league, brand, whatever you want to call it there, bring guys up and then obviously bring them to AEW. Uh, do I think Dark and Dark Elevation are worth having? No, uh, I don't think they're they're necessary whatsoever. Um, if you're going to bring people in from all different indies, and coming up this Friday on Future Stars Now, we are going to be talking to somebody. We're talking to Isaiah Moore. He has been in AEW numerous times. He's worked with the Dark Order in the Inner Circle. Johnny Hungy. Um, yes. Uh, uh, Alex Reynolds and John Silver. He's worked with his array. Why have them there? Why not have a separate entity, a separate brand that you can go ahead and have these guys do their developmental type of deal, be on television, actually have their whole shtick going? And I think it could be. Yeah. In so many ways, do you know what they're using for this? And it, it kind of just smacked me in the face for whatever reason. Using what? The ninety-seven ECW relationship. I loaded out. Cool, uh, but the ninety-six, ninety-seven WWE ECW relationship, where they used to farm territory, but not farm territory. 
y'all know what we're talking about. That uh, they're yes. essentially doing that with GCW in so many ways. Like with like, just thinking about it broadly. I I knew you were gonna shit on it, but think about it. Oh, they, I, in so I many no, ways, no doubt they, they would are doing that. GCW is going to be a topic uh, that Liam and I have a huge discussion over at one point in time. We'll, we'll sit down there, have some brewskis, cool. and we'll talk the history of GCW. Uh, we'll go through uh, the lineage. We'll go through all of it. We'll talk about the pros, the cons. Yeah. And in five minutes, I'll be done my beer, and then we'll be on to the next subject. Great. Awesome. Wow. There you go. <clears throat> um, get the beer bottle. Cheers to that, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, guys, I do think it's still a work, just for the record. Um, let's go ahead. Let's talk about, uh, gosh, we don't even necessarily talk about, uh, WrestleMania just yet, but let's talk about this. This is coming up. Um, the big news, the big announcement tomorrow night, it's going to be the big announcement. And from what I'm also hearing from AEW owner, Tony Khan, um, it is not the only announcement. There is allegedly going to be another one that is coming down the road shortly thereafter. However, this one is not only going to change AEW, but this one is being promised and is billed as something that is going to change the wrestling industry. This is going to change the landscape of wrestling. So many people believe that they may uh, announce that at some point in time, wink, wink, maybe this summer, to be launching their own streaming service right now. That could be one major announcement. They could announce that they went ahead and acquired the Ring of Honor tape library, which would be huge. I think people would jump all over that, if you would all agree. There's plenty of matches in Ring of Honor that people would love to see. The, the early, yeah. Some of the early stuff is great. The Briscoes, Nigel McGinnis, Samoa Joe, Punk, Loki. Uh, Willow. Willow was good, yeah. Yeah. Fuck all the Raven and Punk shit that's there. Like yes. all the Danielson and Punk shit that's there. Dude, like whoever actually purchases that, while it's early evolved, there's not a lot of storyline. It's wrestling for the sake of wrestling until you get to the Raven and Punk shit. It it just really is really great wrestling. It is. So the other it, it, major possibility small. for announcement could be that they're they are going to be working together on a super show. Uh, that is the other thing that could be uh, that's being talked about right now. It could be New Japan Pro Wrestling and AEW teaming up together to work on a big super show, uh, potentially culminating in Wrestle Kingdom next year. So a lot of different things are flying around. Uh, more of a partnership with New Japan Wrestling, meaning AEW would have more trade offs going over there. New Japan would have more guys coming over here. I could see that uh, with Danielson being sent over there for a, a period of time. Um, I could definitely see some other guys coming over here for a period of time. I definitely see that happening, a more in-depth working relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling. So really, what's it going to be? We have no idea. We're just going to have to wait. Guys, please tune in to AEW Dynamite. That's going to be on TBS tomorrow night. Uh, that is going to be 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, check it out. Should be really, really good. I think it's supposed to be happening before the end of the show. So that's when Tony's going to make his announcement. Could you imagine if Tony Khan sits there and says, you know, wherever WrestleMania is going to be at next year, that they booked a spot close by to do for their own show? for a super show the same night, the same time. I don't know if I do it the same night. Well, I mean, is, is 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 WrestleMania now officially two nights from here on out? It's, it's two no, nights. they're going back. They're going back to one starting next year. It just this is the last year for whatever reason they want to do it as two. 
and I don't know why, but whatever. Interesting. Continue, Rit. But uh, you know, get get New Japan, set some you know phenomenal one once in a lifetime matches. Let Impact come in, you know, let them get a little piece of the pie. Let NWA get a piece of the pie, you know, just once in a lifetime matches that you're never see and you may never see ever again. What happens if we saw the Golden Lovers? Uh, in AEW, and uh, they've reformed their tag team. I'm just saying these are things that are possibilities. <laughs> I, I was going to go dark there and say about, uh, you say the Golden Girls, but, well. God damn it. That'd be more entertaining. I thought you were about to, I thought Liam was going to say something about a Golden Shower, but thank God he did. Oh, they've probably done that. So That's yeah. terrible. What do you hey, refer you said it first. I, what you, you set me up. That's not my fucking fault. What do you okay? refer what do you refer to uh what do you refer to Kenny as? <laughs> There's a few names. Uh <laughs> so, so, finger fuck, twinkle toes, yeah. McFinger bang, Kenny Olivier. Jazz hands. Uh, what was the Harpo one? I, I Harpo finger fuck. Harpo finger fuck. That is okay. That's I so love that shit. I think that's Harpo great. finger fuck. And this is all Jim Cornette yeah. stuff, right? Oh, yeah, but it's great, though. It's hilarious. Oh, it geez. is. I don't give a shit. It's great. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this verbatim to you. This is uh, Matthew Wilkinson. Uh, he went ahead and he wrote this article for Wrestling Inc. Just, just so I can clear up any type of... Um, any type of questions that may linger on this. Uh, let's see here. Let me pull this article up. Here we go. Oh, shoot. I just had it and I lost it. WWE set up to unify WWE Universal Championship at WrestleMania 38 with Roman Reigns battling Brock Lesnar. However, on the last edition of Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer noted that the deal will be similar to when WWE united the titles in the past. This is because the company still wants to have two champions, one for each brand. Meltzer will go on to say, um, Meltzer was told that it's not feasible in modern wrestling environment for each show not to have a champion given that they are on separate networks. But the match in April is still very much planned to be a unification title, especially since the contract signing took place on SmackDown. Now, of course, this is still to change, but this particular bout may not happen. Uh, this may not necessarily happen, but uh, Universal and Fox both believe that the companies still need to have two separate ones, one for each um, brand. So, interesting. Interesting, interesting. It still blows years. my mind here. The number of times we've had this in the last 20 years is fucking retarded. Oh, you can't say that word. Oops. Sorry, shit. Yeah, yeah. You're in trouble now. <laughs> yeah, always. It's what I do. You know this. Give me a second. I'll be right back. Winner take all. I can't get over this. Uh, so I do want to make one comment about the announcement thing, though. At least Tony Khan's announcements, when he says I'm making a big announcement, they're actually more realistic than when Dixie Carter would go, I have a big announcement. <laughs> None of them were ever worth a fuck. <laughs> this is true. They were all the drizzling shits. Maybe Tony Khan's bringing Dixie Carter in. <laughs> what would you say about that? Let's talk about that. Dixie, Dixie, God damn it, Rick. Dixie. God damn it, Rick. <laughs> 
Hey, you you, you want to talk go, uh, going back? Song of the South. Going back a couple of years in wrestling. Good Lord. Gone, gone with the wind. Oh, my God. Unfucking believable. Uh, this is 19 hours ago. It's official. WWE does not know what unification means. Oh, my God. Oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to read this for you just for the shit of it because it's so much fun. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar being hyped as many things leading up to WrestleMania 38. One of the biggest selling points is that both men's titles are on the line on April the 3rd. In the last few days, the billing has changed to call this championship unification. This would heavily imply that the WWE Championship and Universal Championship will be merged into one title coming out of WrestleMania. Many experts do believe a brand new championship belt will uh, debut on the Monday Night Raw afterwards. Once again, Dave Meltzer said he does not believe it is feasible in this day and age that there can be uh, one champion um, because of the two different networks, NBC Universal and Peacock. Um, let's see here. Uh, okay, so that's not that. Let's see what else it is. If accurate, this would mean that either Roman Reigns or Lesnar will walk out with one world title, but they'd need to find a way to establish a new world title. When they had a last title for title match was on WrestleMania 35, Becky Lynch walked out as Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion holding two belts, which she defended separately and promptly lost the blue brand a month later. But this was not billed as a unification match. So the only thing I can think about is, is whoever wins, right? They're going to choose which belt they want to keep, and then there'll be a number one contenders match or a championship match for the other belt. But what the fuck is the point then? So if I am Roman Reigns, and I have a chance to either be the universal champion, whatever the fuck that means, or the WWE champion, which belt would you most likely choose? I would choose the WWE one. The WWE! Lineage. He picked the Anything WWE. else they make has no fucking lineage. The world Correct. title, when it was the world title, okay, you can trace that back to what WCW and the NWA ish. Okay, fine, but it's no longer a fucking thing. No longer Piss a fucking off. thing. He said it well. Piss off. I agree completely. Uh, Liam, what kind of T-shirt you got on there, buddy? I was I was trying to read it before, but I couldn't. Is it a band T-shirt? Yeah, it's a hoodie. It's Mastodon. Mastodon. I like it. I you know what we're going to call him? We can't. We're not going to call him Vader. No, we're, we're going to call him. He's the Mastodon. The yeah. Mastodon. Have you seen the trailer for that Studio 666 movie with Dave Grohl? I have no I'm idea not. what you're talking about. So Dave Grohl is in a movie, made a movie about a bunch of weird stories that he had from studio sessions. Made okay. a fake metal band, and they recorded a thrash metal record, basically, to go with it. And the trailer impressed the shit out of me. It's called Studio 666. And... I got it's basically a fucked a modern version of Spinal Tap. I'm intrigued like a motherfucker. You need to see this trailer. Like, yo. Maybe I'll look at it. Maybe I'll look at We're it. We're gonna have to take I'll a look at it. I'll fucking send it to you when we get off of here. Because like someone sent it to me and I was like, what the fuck is this? I clicked it and I was like, okay, you have my attention. I'm like fucking intrigued here. Uh and in other news, guys, one second, but my battery might die in a second. So I will be back if it does. Okay. Okay, there you go. Excellent. So we'll know that you're okay. It's just your battery that died. Yeah, I won't be dead. We'll be back like herpes. Perfect. We'll be back like um, I am Dwayne514. Says, any thoughts on Rene Dupree from Cafe de Rene 
podcast uh, no. on Zach Gowan's chair shot by Brock Lesnar. I think it was a punishment for smoking backstage. Absolutely, I heard this. Has anybody else heard this story? No. So the rumor is, um, maybe not necessarily a rumor, if uh, if Rene says it did happen, uh, Zach Gowan was a smoker. And the one thing Vince McMahon does not like is smoking. No one to smoke. There were two people who were allowed to smoke. Pat Patterson, and I believe it was Rene Goulet. Those were two people who were allowed to smoke, and that was it. There were signs actually all over the locker room and backstage, no smoking. Well, when he got pushed down the stairs, when he had that match where he got bloodied and beaten up in front of his mother, that, from what Renee is saying from the interview, was punishment. When he got thrown into the um, the ring post, the whole nine yards, he got just bludgeoned. That was considered punishment. Now, I don't know if Vince necessarily told him, I want you to take it to this nth degree, but I think he probably, if this is true, said, hey, you know, we said no smoking. He broke the rules. He's not listening to what we should do. Uh, what's your thoughts on that one? Do you believe, uh, Anton, that there is such thing as punishment in WWE that um, Vince chooses to have his hitmen do for him? We've seen this. <laughs> We've seen this more than once. I didn't know it was over the smoking thing. I thought it was over something else. Like, cause, uh, which the stare thing I know comes from Bruce and fucking Vince just sitting around dicking off one day. And Bruce is just sitting in the arena looking around, what basically wondering, what can we throw Zach Gowan off of? And Vince asked him, What are you doing? And he's like, Well, I'm fucking sitting over here deciding, you know, thinking about what the fuck we can throw this motherfucker off of. He's like, I was too. And between the two of them decided, hey, we're both thinking about just throwing this one-legged motherfucker off of something. How can we get this done? And they did. I didn't hear about the smoking story. And Bruce is pretty honest about telling shit like that. You know, like Vince and the Million Dollar Man and the Can't Smoke on a Plane buying the dude in first classes can't smoke and but yeah the pat patterson is the only smoker because he would ash and vince's crystal ashtray in that fucking expensive car that he has it's the only person who could smoke but i can see it we know that shit like this happens the curtain call there are punishments you do certain shit that he doesn't like you're gonna pay for it in some fashion doesn't i, I don't it, it, it's, it's it just petty it's, i'm not saying it's not petty i'm not saying it's not shitty he just it, he is an alpha male, alpha male. He grew up in a much different time period. True. It like I'm not trying to justify any of it. It just it is what it is. Yeah, like there it, you can't change anything about it. Like prime example, my great grandfather died in 15. He was 94 years old. The man was a paratrooper in World War II. He ran Hitler out of his mansion. One time, he told me a story about laying in a ditch next to the house that he lived in. As a you know, 70, 80, 90 year old man. But as a kid, he laid in the ditch next to this house. And he said he threw rocks at expletive deleted. And I looked at him offended and went, Papa. My mother made the comment of, think about how old this man is. That you know he's not warm. prejudiced. You know he's not prejudiced at all. He runs a shop in the middle of the hood and sells hair and clothes and baby stuff to everyone of every color. You know the man is not prejudiced. But think of when he grew up. I was like, sure. okay. Because he, he's not. The man did not have a racial bone in his body. But. Unfortunately, that was just the way sometimes things were. And, and like we said, we're not defending it. But. No, it just being we aware. We don't know. Of what things life was were like. a much different time. 
So Vince's way of handling things is clearly much different than the way things are handled nowadays yeah, like, in other wrestling promotions. Think about how me and you would handle things differently versus uh, Tony Khan and Vince. Sure. You know, or fucking Don Can you know, fucking Cyrus Virus versus fucking TK or Paul Heyman. Think about the Jerry Jarrett and Jerry Lawler. There are multiple examples of how things will and can be handled differently. Bill Watts. Bill Watts is a fucking prime example. Yeah, he is. He, he is just, wow. Yeah, like, see, and again, I'm not trying to justify any of it. I'm, but it, he's just prime examples. Yeah, I could literally think about people we know of in this business and how how each promoter handles it differently, how every booker handles it differently. Who A was lot the, of it is them as people. It, who was the promoter that Bruce worked for? Gosh, I'm trying to remember way Paul back Bosch. when. Paul Bosch, that's right. Paul Bosch, come, another Perfect example. Nice, nicest shit, best payoffs in the business until he got sick of fucking dealing with it. And then he gave it to Bill Watts. Yeah. And Houston went from the best payoffs to the worst. So, but yeah, it literally just depends. It depends on the person and who they are as a person. Their upbringing, shit like that. Again, not, not trying to justify it, not trying to defend it. Just, it is what it is. You have to be aware. You do. Absolutely. I agree with you. Um, something else I want to talk to you about, because I think this is really interesting. It's interesting and it's sad uh, all at the same time. Um, there's news that's coming out today, once again, by Mark Middleton, uh, that Scott Hall uh, was reportedly hospitalized. So I'm going to go ahead and go over this here. WD Hall of Famer Scott Hall is currently hospitalized with a broken hip. Scott Hall, 63, suffered a fall and broke his hip, according to PW Insider via Jeff Jarrett on Facebook. Just, just got off the phone with Scott Hall, my friend. He fell and broke his hip, and he's in the hospital. Prayers uh, will help him recover, Jarrett wrote. Um, he was scheduled to be in Dallas next month for WrestleMania 38's weekend happenings, but there's no word on yet if he will still make his scheduled appointment. Please stay tuned for more information on Scott Hall. Once again, this is Wrestling Inc.'s writer, Mark Middleton. It sucks when you when you know the guys that you used to watch and now all of a sudden they're breaking down, they're getting older. However, anabolic steroids, if, and I don't know if he used them or not, but anabolic steroids and other drugs definitely break down your bones. They definitely break down your tendons. And these are the types of things. Look at Hulk Hogan, for example. Okay. He is probably right up there with the ultimate warrior as one of the most, the biggest abusers, not users, abusers of steroids. And he's got two new knees. He's got two hips. His back and his spine has been worked on. You can't just tell me that's just based upon wrestling injuries. That has a lot to do with the chemicals that he chose to put in his body. Hey, yeah. Just because I, I was going to say, <laughs> I love it. I saw that you had it. Uh, yeah. Did you hear our comments that we were talking about Scott Hall being uh, no. hospitalized? So no. Scott Hall evidently fell and broke his hip. He's in the hospital right now. He's supposed to be ready for WrestleMania 38. Uh, they're going to try to book him in a match. Um, Scott but it, Hall? The fuck? Yeah, they're the fuck? To see if he can recover between now no. and... No, I'm no. kidding. I'm joking. I'm, pl I'm playing with you. <laughs> right, yeah. uh, I wouldn't be surprised these days. Yeah, no. The, the point is he's supposed to be part of the whole fan fest and all that kind of stuff. Autograph. Okay. They don't know if he's going to be able to be okay from a broken hip to be ready for the first weekend in April. I don't think he's going to be anywhere near. He probably won't even get clearance to travel. Okay. God damn it. Freeland. Sorry to hear. God damn it. Mike Freeland. 
<laughs> why couldn't we have one more match with Jimmy Snuka and Rowdy Piper and just let them go at it? Like, remember where they went at it at the Royal Rumble and they just... Well, they're both dead, Freeland, so that's like, Aren't they well, both dead? Do, yeah, they're, gonna, they're, they're, they're dead now. They've expired. Yes, they've moved on to the ring beyond. Uh, or beyond the ring. Um, beyond Not the Snuka. Not Snuka. Yeah. No. no, he didn't. He went Fuck to him. a very, very deep, dark place. Um, so... I don't know. I just want to watch two old guys wrestle, like really old guys wrestle. I just want to see what would happen. I'm going to go to Hall real quick. I'm just thankful. Hell in a cell. Two old guys. Um, Who though? Like I would want to see Freddie Blassie. Would Dory Funk Jr. be able to handle a Mick Foley throw off the top of a cell? No, no, he'd die. <laughs> yeah, he'd be dead. It's Dory. He he can barely get in the ring when he does. Have you seen Dory that. Funk? I think his last match was a couple of years ago. Hey, wait, what about Sabu? Can do you think it would actually kill Sabu at this point if we put him in a cell and threw him off of it? No, paralyze him though. Okay, yeah. Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah, dude, don't do no, no, don't no. Bad Freeland, bad no. He's I'm 73. Saying, Don't do that. I, no. I'm just saying. No. He, oh, also, the man is dating a woman who is legitimately my age. Well, I'm 28 years old. This man so who, Ric Flair is dating somebody who's 28? Yes, Ric Flair is dating a 28-year-old woman. He is 73 years old. Him and win yeah, styling and profile like a motherfucker, all right? I don't care. That goals, all right? I don't care how fucked up it is. <laughs> he is 73 years old and dating a woman who is legitimately my age. Listen, the only thing dripping off of Ric Flair is his colostomy bag. Let's be honest with you here, okay? Oh, he got rid of that a while ago. He's okay yeah, now. Like, blue chew. Uh, so they blue say. Chew. Blue oh. chew. Blue chew. Oh, my God. Uh, Hulk Hogan's got a brand new uh, boo. Yep. Is that the phrase that they call your, your significant other? A boo? No. Yeah, Sometimes, that's the yeah. thing. That's yeah, what no, the kids right, say, right? right? Yeah, still a well. Thing. Still a thing. Kids are stupid, he's, so what do you want? He's got uh, he's May. got a girl by the name of Sky because he uh, divorced Jennifer McDaniel. She was a good-looking woman. Who uh, the Jennifer fuck is McDaniel. Jennifer McDaniel? Oh, for the love of God. You know who Jennifer McDaniel is? She was Hogan's second Obviously wife. Obviously not. Okay. Yeah, clearly. Well, she look like uh, Brooke? Brooke Why? Hogan? Why are because, you saying that? Uh, because... No reason. No reason at yeah, all. Okay, are you, are you part of those conspiracy theorists that were like... Uh, Hogan was rubbing that suntan lotion on Brooke a little too. Uh, too it was close. a little creepy. Yeah. yeah, but that's his daughter. Like, yeah, I know. Can't... That's why it's creepy, Freeland. You can't hey, honestly it's believe no worse that. Than Vince and the incest angles. That's creepy as fuck too. That's very yeah. creepy. But I don't think Hogan yes. would would be creeping no. on his daughter. Hogan's the nicest guy in the world. And he's no, I'm not saying he's full a nice of guy truth in the world. and everything. He's I'm not saying he's a nice guy. I'm not saying that whatsoever because I don't know him on a personal level. But I don't think he would be the ancestral type. I don't. I don't think that. I wouldn't put it past him. Oh, jeez. He's not Grizzly Smith. So. That's true. Oh, oh my god! You just didn't say Grizzly Smith. No, he did. Oh, shit. he did. Who's the creepiest guy in wrestling? <laughs> god damn it! Yo, hold up. Um, All time. Who's the creepiest guy? Like you would literally. Oh no. About the Hogan Brooke, Brooke Hogan thing. I'm, I'm not saying he's a Grizzly Smith level, but goddamn, how creepy is Fucked up fun with his daughter. I really hope I'm wrong on this. I can see him with a little softcore uh, fun. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Tell him don't hang up. Tell him don't hold hang up. up. Hold up, hold up, hold up! I'm calling back. Hold up. Fuck this. Thank you, bye. Thank you, bye. Thank you, bye. <laughs> Freeland, Freeland said don't hang up, so I called you back. Freeland. What, All right. What so, so okay. So what gives him? 
what what gives him the inclination that Hogan would would be creepy with his daughter? What gives you the inclination that Hogan would be creepy? Well, I don't know, just the whole suntan thing, and just you know, he just looks like he's a guy that's into that shit. I don't know. There's just he looks look. like he's a guy who's into that shit. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. I love that. That's a thing. Why is that not a T-shirt? I want that as a T-shirt. Yeah, it's going to be. Should be absolutely. All right. So the creepiest man in the history of wrestling, um, Grizzly Smith, it definitely is on the tops of that list. Who else? Tops Mr. That wrestling list? too. Mr. Wrestling. Oh yeah, too. fuck him. Yes. Rock and Rebel. Oh, that, that's three off the top of my head. Ric Flair definitely is. Yeah. yeah. He forced himself on people. He's creepy as hell. Says who? Well, Dude, there's it's... been multiple. Yeah. Well, he's just creepy in general. Yes, I agree. He's creepy in general, and he looks like the Crypt Keeper. I mean, and when he's <laughs> when he's tapping on someone's head and it turns out to be his wang, that's a bit creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden. Uh, he sniffs a lot of people. Yeah, he's not Very a wrestler. Weird. No, he's no. not a wrestler. He could right. not wrestle. No. Uh, anybody else who we, we think would be like, man, I bet that person behind closed doors, not a character, is a creepy son of a bitch that I would not share a drink with. Joey Ryan. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the one of the dudes. So they were in OVE. The brothers that were in OVE, they were also a, a wrestling group at the Clowns promotion at the fucking music festival they run. They okay. were two characters based on their music called Ring Rider 1 and Ring Rider 2. And they okay. were a masked bandanaed up tag team. And I just remembered them because of tattoos and shit. But one of them got super called out during the Me Too shit and is now completely non-existent from wrestling. Apparently, he's a scumbag. Um, the other brother's apparently a super good dude, but one of them's a total what? piece of shit. So fuck that what? guy. What were they called? Crotch Rot 1 and Crotch Rot 2? Or <laughs> yeah, something? basically. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, no, that's fine. So, <laughs> I don't get it. Anyone but, from Slap Mountain? Um, yeah, no, that's acceptable. Um... It, oh, is that that fucking thing? Yeah, you're right. Yes, yes, yeah. that's why Fuck I'm just that. agreeing to it. Fuck that. Um, Stupidity. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Snooka, Snooka, probably. Um, a Snooka, Snooka allegedly just killed someone. I, did he oh. do anything creepy? He only beat her I half to death. Half okay, to death. all right. Touche. I don't, I don't know a whole lot about Snooka. Hey, look, we don't know everything there, but we know enough. We're just, uh, Dynamite's a piece of shit. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Dynamite Kid. Dynamite Kid. Oh, yeah. Dynamite Kid, okay. Yeah. Piece of shit. How the fuck did we get here? Piece of shit. <laughs> fuck that guy, piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, one, one half of Golden Lovers, uh, him too. Uh, who else? Uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, I hate to say this. I hate to, Well, I don't hate to say this. Uh, Pat Patterson. Uh, well, I mean... Pat Patterson with this whole ring boy thing, and there was a lot of... There, there's a I, lot of stuff that was going on. He was also there. thrown in that because of... Because because he's a he was a gay man, so I mean, yeah, like you can't hundred percent right. say. But there was also there was also talk about how certain people would come up through the WWF early on, and once again, I'm saying creepy. I'm not saying had done something. I'm saying right. overall yeah, just has a creepy vibe. Jerry that if, if certain people did not perform certain acts, that their career would be stunted or what whatever. Who knows? It's just creepy to me that that even would be a thing. But yes. there's a lot of gay. Things that are homosexual things that happen in wrestling with promoters. Have you guys heard this? Yeah. A lot of sexual inappropriate things that happen with promoters, whether it is homosexuality or heterosexual. A lot of sexual things can happen in wrestling, especially in the indie scene. We've heard this before. Yep, that Chase and Rance guy wasn't that one of the guys? The one dude from TNA. 
Chase and Rance? Yeah, he was uh, he was some guy that I guess Omega booked for that stupid fucking video game wrestling show he didn't and I guess he didn't know that this guy had like he was an indie wrestler and I guess he fucked around uh, and was like molesting a bunch of different people and he got charged with it but he was still able to do shows after for some reason Omega booked him and then all these people start coming out of the woodwork saying like how dare you and all that and then Omega's like, oh, I didn't know anything about it. And I'm thinking, well, how would you not if it was out there? So, uh, Let me go ahead and take a look at this. Jerry I don't Lawler. know how you spell his name either. So, No, I got the article Jerry up right here. Jerry Lawler also goes on this list. Chase and Rance, a wrestler, Orlando wrestler who appeared on Tool Academy, um, accused <laughs> of sex with a young girl. Yeah. An Orlando wrestler who recently competed on VH1's reality television show is accused of having sex with a teenage girl, Chase Rance, a uh, 27-year-old professional wrestler who appeared in the third season of VH1's Tool Academy, was arrested Sunday and charged with lewd or... I don't even know how they Hold say on. that. I can think of someone weird in the wrestling the business. Situous battery? It's true, I'm not saying it's not. I've heard a weird rumor about Jim Cornette. He likes to watch other people fuck his wife. That's called oh, gambling. That's so a not, uh, just putting it out there. Thanks, guys. <laughs> now, hold on. He hold admitted on. it, too. Hold on. Time Go out. Ahead. Time out. Let's talk about this for a second. Let's break this down. If that is something... It's weird, in my it opinion. It is weird. But then swinging weird, could be considered sure. weird, in my opinion. Well, I guess it I'm weird, though. It doesn't give a vibe of <laughs> creepiness if he and his wife are engaging in this. That isn't not necessarily creepy. I don't see Jim being creepy towards someone. No, this there've been like there've been like rumors about that for years, and I just heard like offhand comments every now and then, and I keep thinking like, man, I hope someone explains this at some point. And then uh, when the whole Me Too thing was happening, some dipshit wrestler was trying to like call him out for stuff and trying to trying to get him in shit and saying like, oh well, he he was uh, he'd have his um, at OVW have his wife uh fuck some of the wrestlers in front of him and blah blah and 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 then he went in basically he didn't do that he never forced anybody to but he's like yeah other people fuck my wife so what and he like admitted to the whole thing on air so what he admitted to it he's got balls you know yeah if that's a fetish and kink you have that's on you i'm not into it but it's weird not creepy exactly it's not really weird there's a lot of people that do it yeah but still it's it's a to each their own thing. It's not right. does not harming anyone. Do we think Jim, Ross, nature. Jim Ross? Do we think that Jim Cornette would would creep on someone? Absolutely not. No, it just doesn't. It's not in his demeanor. It's not. He doesn't no. even like no. people. It, so yeah, he's he too fucking stunned. direct. He's too direct. Think about the cheeseburger incident at Dairy Queen. Like oh, that doesn't give a shit. He has no reason to creep on anyone. He'll just tell you, "Hey, I want my dick sucked." <laughs> it's... Wow, this show has just gone off the rails tonight. I, it's I like Anton know. does, you yes. know? <laughs> I mean, we are way crazy. Let's talk about something even crazier. Veer Mahan. Let's talk about oh, this Veer fuck. Mahan. What the fuck is this? <laughs> no. This, this son of a bitch has been trying to come to Raw forever in a day. Is this his shtick now? Like, we're just Veer Molina. this guy? It's like Emelina, the Veer. Wait, what Veer Mahan the, uh, stands on the verge of becoming a dubious co-record holder in WWE following last night's episode of Raw. The former Indus Sheer man's Indus non-appearance on the broadcast means that as of next week, he will he will be 
the longest gap between his first. He will have been, this is the way it was written, it will be the longest gap between his first vignette airing and him actually showing up. This also means that should Veer not arrive on Raw on March 7th, prolonging his purgatory, uh, the record shall be said. Uh, He currently stands at 133 days as of today. Veer is 127 days from the first announcement of him coming to Raw, which is on Monday, October 25th, when his first video went out. So, Veer Mahan. What do we think about this? Do we think this guy is going to get pushed? Do we think this is going to be a big deal? Or do we think that this is just just Vince having some fun? I uh, I, I think... Oh, go ahead, Anton. No, I was going to say, it. not Mordecai. Who is that dude that they were going to have face taker that they did several weird vignettes for that it kind of looked like, okay, this might be cool. And yeah, see, exactly. This That's what it reminds me of is they aired some vignettes for this dude. It looked like it could be cool and interesting. It was a guy they were going to put with taker. Kevin Thorne program with for mania. I don't remember Kevin his Thorne? name. No, because it's not Thorne. It's not Mordecai. Oh, because it's okay. that's just it. They aired Mordecai actually wrestled. This oh, guy yeah, didn't okay. even yeah. wrestle. And it's is not Mordecai the, the same guy who came either. down from the ceiling with a piano in WCW. No, no that's Maestro. Seven. That's Maestro. Gold Dust. Or yeah, whatever. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, you're fucking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, this uh, dude, they did it after the Kevin Thorne thing, the Mordecai thing. They had a dude that they aired vignettes for, but it wasn't the Scott Vick thing because the Scott Vick thing tied into the Katie Vick thing. And so they did do that. This is something they aired vignettes for and didn't do, and I fucking forget what it is, but it reminds me of that. So the longer this goes on, the less fucking faith I have in it, just like the hacker thing, just like everything else. They have no plan anymore. There is no final thought. It's a fuck it, throw it at the wallet, see if it sticks. But not I, even in the fucking Russo way where it was half-assed good. Yeah, I, I, I think it's funny because, like, the, the whole Veer Mahan thing, like, uh, I heard someone say, I can't even remember who said it, but they were like, you know what, if he if he doesn't come out the first night and people give him a huge ovation just based on how ridiculous this whole buildup was, it'll just be for nothing. But he's competing with uh, Emelina as far as, like, you know, a record here as far as vignettes and nothing coming to pass. Difference was those Emelina vignettes were fucking mwah, amazing, <laughs> just gorgeous. But Veer, not so much. Nice guy, I'm sure. He does not have the body of Emelina. So, you know, no. I, I can't get it too invested. I respect that. I would hope so. Any, any thoughts on Nikita Lyons debut on NXT? Huh. Uh, I got a few. Her gear <laughs> and her performance. Oh, can't yeah. I believe she was trained by Selena Majors, a.k.a. Bambi. Oh, it was, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was all right. It's pretty sad, though, because it's like nobody's really going to look at her ability. They're just like, that woman, uh, she, uh, she, uh, she's got some cake, as the kids say, some cake, you know? There's some cake there. Num, num, num. You know, like, that's about it. (laughs) Instead of do, 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 we need to have a num, num, num shirt. Do, do, do. Uh... No, no, no. No, no, no. We are producing <laughs> merchandise left and right. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. What? That was fantastic. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Anything else Paint anybody brushes. wants to talk about? Anything else anyone wants to talk about? Oh, God. I can't even believe this. It's just holy shit. Anton gets goofy. It rubs off. I can't tell you. This is true. Why I do it. it. Does. Yeah. We're in the red zone. 
We are in the fucking red zone. We have been yeah. in the red zone. ECW fans says I can never look at cake the same way again. No, you can't. You're welcome. Oh, like cake's delicious. Dude, what about pancake batter? No, we're we're done with that. Yeah, pancake. I, I, can't I, can't, I can do cake. cake batter. I can do cake batter. Yeah. I can do brownie batter. Yeah. No icing. No icing. Are you guys fans of uh, Nutella? Either one of you? No. <laughs> oh, wait, do you mean actual Nutella or do you mean fucking or jelly Nutella? <laughs> yeah. No. I'm not so no that. and no. I'm not talking about jelly Nutella. I'm talking about the Nutella spread. Have you guys ever? Fuck no. It's There's disgusting. A... Are you okay, Anton? Yeah. Oh, okay. That that looked a little scary for a second. No, this thing um, I'm not supposed to do on air. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. I completely called him out. My apology. Um. So. Yeah, there's a video I saw on YouTube about somebody who has a jar of Nutella in a stall, and they ask if they can have like a piece of pa- uh, toilet paper underneath there, and then oh. someone hands them, and they, they touch the person's hand with the oh, hazelnut Nutella. Holy yeah. shit, I laid in bed last night and laughed my fat ass off. It was great. Do you know, do you know what someone did at my old job? They What's actually, that? pretty disgusting, but they I guess they wanted to get this guy who they knew was going to come in after him to use the bathroom. The guy wiped his ass with the toilet paper still in the roll, rolled it back up into the toilet roll, so that when the next guy sat down, he went to pull the toilet paper all over his hands, stink bomb. <laughs> and the guy lost oh, lost it. He lost it. He was throwing shit in the lunchroom. <laughs> Who the fuck did this? Motherfuckers are freaking out. And I was like, okay, I'm going to stay away from this guy. So, Oh, my God. Yeah. Who does that, though? Uh, piece of shit. I don't know. Yeah, piece of shit. Like I, I, I appreciated the creativity, but at the same time, I'm thinking, yeah, if that happened to me, I would have killed somebody. So. <laughs> oh exactly. God. Like, dude, even the degenerate in me is like, you are fucked up. Hmm. Have you ever used a stall without a door? No. Without a what? <laughs> a bathroom stall without, without a, door. a door. Yes. Yes. With other people in the bathroom. I tied a flannel around the door frame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, shame yourself? Oh, you at least knew it was fucking occupied. So you still needed some level of privacy. Yeah. Were you sitting or were you taking a leak? I had to shit. Okay. (laughs) You had to shit, Freeland. Come on. He went ahead and tied a flannel around like a flag. (laughs) I love it. That doesn't look weird at all. I wonder if someone's in here. Mm. This is true. Again, you knew knew someone was fucking in there. You weren't just going to walk in. Oh my god! Yeah, so right. you're right, you're right. <laughs> uh, any other comments, questions from the chat before we mercifully put this bastard to bed? Um, oh, Dwayne oh, uh, J. Rod says I was at the AEW event last week. Are you still in the chat, buddy? If you were, tell me how it was. If you had a really good time, I'd love to hear that. Did you see Jerry? Yeah, he was. He was. He had a. He ran a concession stand. <laughs> <laughs> he, was selling, he was selling merch. <laughs> they got Jerry selling t-shirts. Hey, hey everybody. I'm on front row material and AEW, so, you know, here's a shirt. Yeah. Oh, my ah, God. Great stuff. Uh, I tell you what, ECW fan, if you call in, I'll let you close the show. Call oh, in, God. I'll let you close the show. Do it. 
fucking do it. Call in. I'll let you close the show. Before we get him on the line, I am Mike Freeland for Anton Heidnick, for Woody Johnson, a.k.a. Liam Savage, also for my co-host, who is The Rit. Uh, thank you for listening to Front Row Material. Once again, we got a great show coming up this Friday um, on Future Stars Now. So don't go ahead and uh, and miss that. This is going to be really good. Isaiah Moore is going to be joining us. So that will be airing Friday. All right, is he is he here? Yep. Yeah. Turn turn the volume up, Anton. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today on this shit show. My name is ECW fan. Um, this is Mike Freeland, or as we call him, Moot Freeland. Uh, my man Anton and Woody Johnson. By the way, um, sell the team, please, or please die. Either one, I don't care. And uh, have a good night, everybody. Thanks, guys. Bye.